No, I can't sing. I'm not even going to try the middle. <laughs> this is D. Project Airwaves coming at you again. Back at you with another session. I don't know why I keep saying I'm coming at you again. Because, I mean, let's be honest. In my head, that just doesn't sound right. But we're going to stick with that for this particular episode. All right. Moving forward. All right. Gucci. Let's do it. <laughs> Something that's been on my mind. Really just weighing me down lately. Because I've been seeing it kind of get worse and worse as the generations go by. And it doesn't look like we're doing much to fix this particular issue. And I'm not sure why we're not trying to fix it. Because in my mind, if something's broken, you fix it unless you want it broken. And using that as my diving board to jump off into the deep end. We're going to talk about parenting. Now, I guess you you kind of say it's a taboo topic. It's not taboo per se. People don't want to... More or less, people don't want to be told how to parent, and that's not what I'm here to do. However, I'm here to give you my um, viewpoint on parenting, uh, specifically single-parent homes. With single-parent homes, it, it, it's it's just a problem, man. It, and, and I was raised by a single mom. It was me and my older brother of six years. He's six years older than me. Being raised by a single parent. Now, at the time I was being raised, I didn't know no difference. I didn't I didn't know not having a father figure in the household kind of changed up the dynamic uh, uh, of the family. And so until you grow out of that and you start looking at it from an outsider looking in perspective, as opposed to being someone on the inside, you start to see the the potholes and the flaming hoops and the the catastrophic disasters that my mother had to just navigate for 20 plus years <laughs> still doing in some situation uh, uh to raise me and my brother and it, it's you know i i if you ask me give her a fucking trophy and a million dollars and don't ask her to work another day of her life she just raised two men by herself and shit it wasn't easy. Uh, so to give you a little bit of backstory, I already kind of started off. My brother's six years older than me. We, my mom was adopted, so our whole family dynamic was already a little off. Uh, my mom's kind of like the little orphan Annie. You can kind of, th- yeah, that'll kind of explain enough of it anyway. Where she was adopted by my grandparents, but at the time they adopted her, they were already technically old enough to be her grandparents so it was kind of it was kind of a a a generational gap probably two multi-generational gap in there because my grandfather is very old-fashioned very old-fashioned you would have thought the slaves had just been released from slavery that's how old-fashioned my grandfather was you work for every fucking thing Anything you want. I don't care if it costs a penny, if it costs a dollar, ten, twenty, a hundred. Anything you want, you work for it. I wanted to go get a pickle from the corner store. Granddaddy wasn't just going to throw me a dollar. He was like, nope, go in the backyard, pick up the dog shit. Because he had this little garden in the back. He'd clean up the garden. He had these water jugs around the garden because he was always prepping. It was funny. My grandfather was a prepper before preppers were preppers. <laughs> he had these, he had like, 10 15 just full gallon water jugs just chilling outside just in case and then he had geese he had chickens he had uh fucking something else i can't remember but it was those four animals in his backyard not to mention there was housework my my nanny or my grandma some people don't know that terms but i call my grandma nanny 
um, she would do little things around the house. I'd have to help her clean, might have to go wash the car, uh, go clean up the front yard, trim the tree, arrange, rearrange the rocks. He had some sugar cane in his backyard, so we had to make sure, you know, we kept all the bugs and shit off it because he, he didn't use uh, pesticides or anything like that. It was all natural. Everything was natural for him, as, as natural as he could be where he was living in Las Vegas. I'll put it that way. And so I learned to work for every fucking thing. Now, while my grandfather wanted me to get an education, it was no, oh, um, you know, you're, you're, you need to be brilliant so you can be the next Einstein or the next, you know, insert smart person here. It wasn't that. It's you need to be smart so people don't get over on you. You need to have an education so people don't steal your money. You need to have an education so that you know when you're getting a good deal. It, it, that was his that was his kind of viewpoint on education get just enough of it that you can make it through life okay cool my mom on the other side of things well no uh, let, let's let's shift to my nanny real quick my nanny so yeah my grandfather's just uh, works he's a car, uh, carpenter works with his hands he's got these big stone rocky hands big tall like six foot two six foot three man he just oh then you have my nanny nanny's this fucking angel just she, she, she just kind of floated everywhere. It was just like, oh, hey, you know, she loved everybody. She always cooked. She was always cleaning. Loved my grandfather to death, uh, regardless of their situation. And, you know, that was my first real, I guess you could say, look at relationships. Because like I said, my mom is a single or was a single mother at the time. So there was no male figure at that time for me to kind of know how things are supposed to work so i got a lot of my you know day-to-day -day man information from my grandfather and so you know it's don't show emotions don't be weak don't don't get your ass whooped you know if you get if you get beat up in a fight work out train and go back fight him again and win you know anything like that anything like that i got to a fight in school once got suspended came home or my mom took me to my grandparents house my mom's crying she's all upset her grandfather looked at me and goes, did you win? I said, yep. He said, okay. And he walked away. That was it. So that's my grandfather. Like I said, my nanny, she would just kind of float in the room. She was a, a breath of fresh air. My, uh, my family's very rooted in the church. My grandfather and my uncle helped build one of the bigger churches out here back in the day. Now we have all these mega churches popping up. But um, as far as uh, a Martin Luther King on in the ghetto on the west side, as some people would say, my grandfather, and my uncle built one of the biggest churches in the ghetto at that time back in the um, I want to say 60s, 70s, potentially. So, you know, my uh, my grandfather was a deacon. My nanny was an usher, I do believe. And so, you know, everybody knew them. They were they were the hot shit in the hood. They were ghetto fabulous. You know, before Lil Wayne and all these motherfuckers knew what that shit was. That was my grandparents. They weren't blinged out in chains or anything like that. They just had really nice shit in a really not nice area. Okay. And so with my grandmother, she was always talking about God, always uh, quoting scripture, or always had something insightful and loving to say, always had something, you know, endearing. It's almost like watching, I don't know if, if some of you are old enough or some of you may even be too young, but Andy Griffith. My, my grandmother was like Aunt B. If you don't know what that is, go ahead and watch like one or two seasons of Andy Griffith and come back, come back, finish the episode. But my, my grandma was like Aunt B. She just always had love in her heart. She's always had something nice to say. Um, <laughs> I was a big ass kid. Me and my brother were 
big ass fucking kids, okay? And I say that with enthusiasm and conviction. We were big ass fucking kids. <laughs> so my nanny, she's probably like five five, I guess. I, I you know, I didn't really have much to compare her to, but my nanny was small. And she used to not so much my brother, but she would rock me to sleep. She would hold me in her arms, sing some some hymn and and rock me to sleep. Well, by the time I was like five, I was I was big, yo. I was like 80, 90 pounds. No, was that too big? Let's say like 60, 70 pounds. Okay, I was a big five-year-old, six-year-old. Man, my nanny would just if I got upset, because I was the emotional one. My brother was my brother was the don't take no bullshit. I was the emotional one. I cried at the drop of a hat. I, I just, I just, everything set me off because I paid more attention to my mom at the time. And as you know, then the women do tend to be a little more emotional as far as men, but that's from men's aspect of things. That's from training and upbringing. So we still have the emotions. We just don't like to express them. But at that time, growing up with my mom, I learned to express my emotions. Any fucking emotion I was feeling, you were going to know. If I wanted to throw a temper tantrum, I was going fucking ham, yo. Kicking, screaming, throwing shit, all of it. There was, <laughs> I know, squirrel moment. There was one time my mom dropped me off at my cousin's house because she was working two damn near three jobs at the time to take care of me and my brother. And so she dropped me off at my cousin's house. I think she was gone for like four, maybe five hours. She did a quick little stint at a job, got some sleep, came back to get me. I cried the entire time. I did not move from the front door the entire time i cried i screamed and all i wanted was my mommy if you don't have my mommy go fuck yourself that's how it was i didn't eat i didn't go to the bathroom i just cried till my mom came back i'm mama's boy i'm an ankle biter okay i'll knock them moving forward that was kind of like my my younger adolescent years my grandfather really didn't get involved with my uh kind of my manhood shaping whatever you want to call it um rite of passage he didn't really get involved until i was close to my teen years and i could really grasp a lot of stuff but man he did not hesitate to fucking whoop me okay now when i say whoop me i was not abused as a child there is no way shape or fucking form i will ever tell you i was abused because i was not however i was an asshole and i got my ass whooped a lot my grandfather had a tree out front and he okay now this this should tell you a whole fucking lot about the the separation of generations okay when i got in trouble my grandfather had this big ass buck knife okay like he i saw him use the knife to skin a deer okay so it ain't no small fucking knife this ain't no oh i just came out of the boy scouts knife okay he would give me his knife send me out front to cut a switch off the tree and then if I cut the switch too small, not only would he send me to get another switch, but then he would make me watch him shave the, the bark off the switch like he was prepping it. And I was like, oh, fucking shit. What is going on? Obviously, I didn't think those words as a child, but in my mind now, if I could have, I would have said, oh, fucking shit, because the switch, the switch is worse than any belt you will ever feel in your life. I don't care. Call it a kink. Call it whatever fuck you want nowadays. A switch for disciplinary actions is the worst thing you will ever feel in your entire fucking life. 
I say that, I stand by that, write that on my tombstone because I got that switch. Me and the switch became friends. My ass and that switch were BFFs, okay? I was an asshole as a child. So like a, like a diamond being shaped, I had to be put under pressure and I had to be, I had to be uh, refined because I had a lot of energy and I didn't like to listen. My mom was not one to put her foot down very much. Uh, you know, that's just how it was. So my grandfather was the disciplinarian nine times out of 10. Now, going further into my discipline life. <laughs> There was one time me and my brother were fighting. Me and my brother fought like cats and dogs. Six years difference. I didn't give a shit. I was going for that motherfucker, and I didn't give a fuck. However, he was stronger than me. So there was one time me and my brother, we were just going at it. My nanny was watching us. My grandfather's at work. Mom was out. Uh, we gave her a headache. Okay? In my mind, I'm like, it's a headache. Whatever. See my mom take aspirin or something. I was like, just blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not how my grandfather took the situation. He came home from work. He said, what's wrong? And he said, I have a headache. He said, what happened? She said, the boys were fighting all day. He looked at us. My grandfather did not show emotions, at least not to me or to my brother. Sorry if I'm getting loud. I don't give a shit. I'm excited. He didn't show emotions. He just looked and then he would just move. And then you're like, fuck. You could just feel. You just felt the ass whooping coming a mile away. And he was very chill about it. He was like, okay. Took my brother first. Let him have it. Brother looked at me like, oh, it's about to fucking be bad. I was like, shit. Go in the room. He's sitting there, cool, calm, and collected. And he's like, drop your pants. So I was like, huh? He's like, drop your pants. And I just took him down a little bit. I was like, let me just give him a butt. Let me just show him a butt. Go ahead. He was like, no, to your ankles. I was like, huh? He's like, to your ankles. Huh? Okay. If you've ever seen Bleach, the man flash stepped. That's how he whooped my ass. He would just flash step with the motherfucking switch. And I just. <laughs> We're talking about parenting. Sorry, getting back on track. Squirrel is gone. <laughs> so, but uh, a lot of my relationship interaction, man woman interaction, you know, a lot of my learning these things was coming from my grandparents. I spent a lot of time with them because, like I said, my mom was working about two to three jobs. Um, so much time I would spend summer vacation, so three months at my grandparents' house every year. I think it was for about a good five, six years before they passed away. <laughs> Yeah, about a good five, six years. And so, you know, I learned a lot of stuff from them. To As far as I was concerned, my grandfather is the living current example of how a man treats a woman. You know what I mean? You open a door for a woman. You, you, you be strong. You earn money. You buy a house. You take care of your woman. You have a family. You take care of your family. Point blank. Cut, you know, blah. That's it. So, you know, I didn't realize... Until uh, I reached probably about like nine, ten, when my mom really sat down and talked to me because my hormones were starting to kick in. And she was like, look, I know you look up to your grandfather, but times have changed. Things are different. People are different. Now, so some of the some some of you may call this toxic masculinity. I say, get that shit the fuck out of here. Uh, that's the stupidest terminology I've ever heard in my fucking life. Um, sometimes you just have people with bad habits. Let's do that, okay? My grandfather had some bad habits. Of course, a lot of men back in that day had bad habits. You know, with a woman, don't speak unless spoken to. You know what I mean? Do as I say, not as I do. You know, if I do something wrong, you just fucking go with it. Love me anyway. Bad habits, okay? My mom had to further refine me 
um, showing me the other side of being a man, the, 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 the softer side of things. And so, you know, she kind of gave me more of the, you have to have a girlfriend. <laughs> you, have to, <laughs> you have to start with a girlfriend. <laughs> People don't just end up together forever, obviously. Because my, grand, my grandparents, they're old-fashioned. They didn't. We didn't talk about sex. We didn't talk about relationships. We didn't talk about none of that. It was work. Either you worked, you were having fun, you were being a kid, but we didn't talk about nothing else, okay? That's, that, that's, I mean, that's going to give you some inclination as to how my mom ended up with two kids without being married. Uh, and so she kind of had to sit down and was like, look, women, girls aren't like that anymore. You don't, you know, she kind of had to weed out the bad habits with the good habits. It was like, yes, open the door for a woman, pull out her chair for her. Um, you know, compliment her, tell her she looks pretty, buy her nice things, take her out from time to time, you know, things like that. Um, also, you know, be a strong man so that you can protect that woman. If you guys have a family, you need to be able to protect your family. Um, I grew up with dogs. We had five dogs. My grandfather had five dogs in the backyard. So I'm a dog man, you know, big dogs, not little fucking dogs. Not no, not no fucking chihuahuas or lots of opsos or whatever. I want a big fucking dog. Okay. Give me a Husky. Give me a German shepherd, a pit bull, a Rottweiler. Then those my motherfucking dogs moving forward. My mom had to show me that, you know, you have to be gentle. Okay, my grandfather taught me how to work. So I was I'm even to this day I'm still rough with everything. You you give me something delicate, I will break it, not intentionally, I'm just rough because I've been working my whole life. You know, I, it was every day shit crack of dawn. My grandfather woke up. Um this was around the time he stopped going to work. Uh and it was, you know, we're we're doing the backyard, we're doing the front yard, we're doing something for the cars, we're going to fucking Costco to get groceries, we're taking this long ass drive uh, to, to go visit somebody. We're delivering something. We're going to Arizona Charlie's. We're doing this. We got family in town. We got this and that. It was always something. So with my mom, you know, as, as things got a little easier for her, I'm skipping ahead because it would just take way too long for me to go through my whole life story. Uh, as things got better for her, as far as work and, and, and finances, you know, she moved us, uh, we went from Bonanza and what is it? Oh, it was Bonanza and uh, shit. I can't remember the street now. Nellis? I think it was Nellis. Something like that. Somewhere around there. Uh, that's where we started. We started off in the, in the ghetto, the ghetto ghetto. My mom kept moving us west. In Vegas, if there's anything you need to know about Vegas, the further west you go, the better it gets. Okay, starting from far east to the center of the city, the further west you go, the better it gets. Little bit has changed now because we've we've spread out and built more and developed more. But back in the day, you go west. Everything is west. You go up the hill. You're like the Jeffersons. You're moving on up. That's that's what we was doing. So my mom would get better work. We would move into better apartments. We usually didn't stay in any one apartment complex for more than a year or two. So you know, making friends was a thing, but it wasn't, and definitely making girlfriends was not a thing. And so. You know, with growing up, seeing, you know, my mom did eventually find love, meet my wonderful, amazing stepfather that she has now, really getting the feel of things. She she imparted her wisdom onto me because a lot of the stuff she couldn't talk about with my grandparents, she had to find a way to talk about with me and my brother. Mind you, a woman trying to tell two boys how to be men. It's a lot. It's, it's a fucking lot, especially, obviously, puberty, hormones, and sex. That was a shit show we will go into that in another session i promise you because it is fucking hilarious 
um just just somebody at some point in time in the comments put tell me about christmas and i'll be like oh shit <laughs> but moving forward my mom had to show me a lot of stuff that was outdated as far as my grandparents. There were a lot of confusing times, but a lot of very rewarding times because I learned how to be a man and I learned how to be a gentle man, not a weak man, but I learned how to be a gentle man. You can love and be strong at the same time. There are checks and balances and you do sacrifice things to to bring on other things but that's just life these are the choices we make what i wanted to dive into really really quick was about being a single parent because seeing the struggle of my mother it, it's it's heartbreaking but also it's very uplifting however i would not wish that on anybody being a single parent sucks it's bad it's not healthy it's not good it's extra strain and it's extra work for that individual as we all would like to think children are a blessing they're a gift you know creating a life should be something amazing unfortunately with the way things have been working for these past i don't know 100 years damn near uh we just we don't have that family dynamic anymore you know we don't have i used to be able to wake up when I would go to my grandparents' house, I would wake up every fucking morning. I kid you not, every fucking morning I woke up, my nanny was cooking breakfast, okay? She was a house mom. I don't give a fuck. She was a house mom, and she was a damn good house mom. They, My grandparents already had, they had, before they adopted my mom, they had already had my uncle. And so they had already got him out and on his way. My mom was out and on her way. My uncle had his, uh, his daughters, and my mom had me and my brother so my grandparents were done they're like yo the nest is empty all my fuckers go we're good but every fucking morning there was coffee cooking or i'm sorry coffee brewing my nanny was cooking tv was on playing the price is right or if i woke up too late uh days of our lives or guiding lights as the world turns you know the young and the restless <laughs> I got every day. Okay, every day. I got used to that. That that to me that was a, a life, you know. Grandfather went to work, nanny stayed home, she cooked. Mom didn't have that luxury. However, mom made it an effort every fucking Sunday. Okay? She cooked or she took us out to eat. Okay? So that was that was the taste of, you know, normality from what we were used to. And so now we don't have that. We just we don't have it or at least we don't have it as 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 often as as it used to be as it's not as abundant as it used to be um, being a single parent, even more so a single mom is kind of like cool now. It's I won't say cool. I won't say cool. I won't, I won't become cynical. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reel that back. It, it is it's more acceptable. And obviously, I'm not saying people should be shunned. There's variables at work. There's you know, unintended circumstances and all that fun shit. Okay. We just, we, let's just, let's, let's put that off to the side. I'm talking about two people, two consenting adults deciding to have sex. And then the woman pops up pregnant. That's just what I'm talking about. There's no push, at least not that I've seen on the news in the media or anything like that for us to get back to at least the whole family. Okay. Women, no, you are not a housewife. You don't have to stay home and cook and raise babies all the time. You can go out and work, get an education, do all that fun shit. Go have fun. But for some reason, the having dad around is not necessary. You know what I mean? Like, and and I'm gonna get a little. I'm gonna get just a <clears throat> just a hair irritated because I've been seeing it more and more as I grow up, and it's very annoying because I know. For myself, growing up without a stable father figure put me at a disadvantage. 
okay like i said my grandfather really wasn't big on education you know he wanted me to stay in school but he dropped out of school i think in like the sixth grade uh so he could start working to provide for his family so my grandfather didn't have a college degree my grandmother didn't have a college degree literally nobody in my family at that time had a college degree that i knew of and they certainly weren't uh interacting with me to that extent if they did so as far as I knew, my mom was the first person I ever knew to get a college degree. But even for her, that was a struggle because she had to help raise or she had to deal with raising me and my brother. She had to help take care of my parent grandparents as they got into their older years. And she was just running around doing a lot of extra. So with me, college and, you know, military, all that stuff, it wasn't talked about. It was, hey, get a job, help your mom, pay rent, move out. Get your own spot, start your own family, be good. But everything's different. You know what I mean? Like a, a, a guy can't get hit one job and own a house and a car and take care of a family with one job. You know, the cost of living has gone through the fucking roof. Nowadays, you're, you're lucky if you can pay for a one bedroom apartment upstairs by yourself. You know, and that's just fucking mind blowing to think that shit has gotten that expensive that the average man cannot take care and or support himself and a family off of his one income that's just fucking mind-blowing to me but moving forward you know especially raising boys you know in in a single parent household when it's a mom raising a boy things get difficult shit gets challenging and yes i might step on somebody's toes i don't give a shit right now because i'm talking from my own experience growing up i had a lot of feminine tendencies and that's because i was grew up with my mom i love my mom i was on her all day attached to her hip all day okay if we were going to sleep i was sleeping next to mom if we was going somewhere i was standing next to mom i was holding her hand i was in the fucking car i had to have visual contact on my mom at all times if i did not i was throwing a tantrum so i took on a lot of her feminine traits why wouldn't you that's what you're seeing on a day-to-day -day basis that's what you know so a lot of things that I thought were normal and cool weren't, you know, I walked around in her high heels. I put on her jackets and, you know, would uh, kind of do that walk like girls do, you know, that little hip swing thing. And, you know, when I would bend over, I would like kind of arch my back a little bit and shit like that. I was a young kid. I was impressionable. I didn't know any better. There was no male presence in my life like that so getting older my mom had a uh, a few potentials and you know thankfully they were potential enough that they kind of helped me segue into becoming more manly now i wasn't fuck it i wasn't homosexual you know by no means that I, was i interested in men i still like girls i just had a lot of feminine tendencies because i was being around my mom so much and so, you know, as I got older, my grandfather, you know, he'd take me hunting. He'd take a shooting. My brother was manly. Brother was, brother was manly, okay? <laughs> he was a manly man. And, and so that was kind of another reason meeting him fought a lot was because he didn't like how weak I was. He didn't like how emotional I was, how soft I was. You know, I was trying to learn how to cook and, you know, I was learning how to make pancakes and silver dollar pancakes and waffles and all of this stuff and you know at that time it just really wasn't looked at as manly you know so as i got older my grandfather kind of took me away from that he was like no it's time for you to become a man it's time for you to toughen up and so he he kind of started pulling me on you know to uh, taking me under his wing 
and you know seeing my brother i kind of started noticing the men i guess it's it's kind of weird because i didn't notice all the men around at the time but i did once once i kind of i would say about nine ten and so i was like oh shit that's really feminine you know i shouldn't be doing these things and at that time you know i grew up in the 90s so everything was you know g-a-y and so it was like hey stop acting g-a-y don't talk like that that's g-a-y that's this this and that and you're g-a-y it was like oh my god i'm not g-a-y so you know i i had that whole coming to terms and learning myself and trying to figure out myself but i guess the point i was i'm getting at is it took longer than it needed to because you know my grandparents weren't around for as long as i would have liked uh, they both passed away when i was about 16 17 uh, and as most of you know, cause I've seen our analytics 16, 17 or any, yeah, anywhere between like 15 and 21 are a lot of formative years in your life. That's when you're, you're really shaping the person you're going to become. And so I didn't have a lot of that input, uh, throughout those times outside of my mother and, you know, whatever potentials may have come through. So, you know, I had to learn how to be a man by reflecting on the stuff my grandfather taught me. Um, watching my brother, he was a dick. <laughs> he was he was a man, but he was a dick. And so, you know, I had to kind of figure it out by watching TV. You know, and as most of you know, that is not the best way to learn things. But thankfully, I learned enough because my mom kept me in, you know, she censored what I watched and what I was exposed to. But I learned, you know, a lot of the manly tendencies I learned were from Star Trek. You know, Captain Picard, William T. Riker fucking living single Kyle and Obi and you know watching Andy Griffith and Dick Van Dyke and the Jeffersons and just all these shows you know back in the day the Cosby's definitely you know the, when the shows meant something and they were trying to teach you a fucking lesson I don't know what the shit is on TV now you know that was how I learned how to be a man because while my brother was around he was out in the streets you know he was just doing his thing he's six years older than me it was just too big of a disconnect for us to hang out like that often. So he was out in the streets. My mom was working. My grandparents, you know, they had just passed away. So I really didn't have a lot of male, you know, in input going on. Like, you know, the manly side of things. So I learned a lot of that stuff by watching TV. And, and to me, that's crazy that, that a child or a, a teenage boy should have to learn how to be a man by watching TV because he has no dad. You know what I mean? A girl should not have to learn to be feminine through watching TV or through the Cosmo magazine or through fucking YouTube because she has no mom. It, it's it, it, the family dynamic is so fucked off. It, it's just crazy. It's just so crazy to me because, you know, it's obvious. It's so obvious. I tell people all the time, you know, I believe this whole gender shenanigans, because I think if I use any other word, somebody's just going to think I'm. Uh, a bigot or whatever but this gender shenanigans popped off because the 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 family dynamic has been destroyed okay dad out of the picture if you look at most of these movies nowadays where dad is in the picture he's literally in a fucking picture okay not physically there but in a picture or he's weak he's subservient he's stupid he's quote-unquote toxic you know, it's no none of that strong shit. Like, I, I grew up watching Doug, okay? Doug, fucking amazing cartoon. If you ever get a chance to watch it, watch fucking Doug. Both of his parents and his sister, Judy. I grew up watching a lot of shows like that where both parents were in fucking the dinosaurs. <laughs> the dinosaurs. Uh, uh, What was it? The 
what was it? Oh, no. What was it? The Land the Time Forgot? Forgotten something. It was some show where these people got thrust into the center of the earth and they were back in prehistoric times. But the mother and father were there. And a lot of these shows I was watching had mom and dad. Even Reboot, okay? Reboot is a great cartoon from the 90s. You had Bob, <laughs> you had Bob, Enzo, Dot, Hexadecimal, all those motherfuckers. But even, even Enzo had a mother and a father figure. A lot of these shows were geared towards that. And it wasn't until like the mid 90s you started seeing more of the more single parent uh, situations going on, which I, I, I've been picking up on. It's been increasing ever steadily since. And especially now with this this female empowerment, you know, a lot of dudes are just getting their balls chopped off just from jump. And it's it's mind blowing to me. But, you know, with single parent households, you're at a disadvantage because you're not getting the best of both worlds. I'm not now. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying if you have both parents in your life, you're going to be straight and this, this and that. No, 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 no. Not saying that. What I'm saying is you get the best of both both worlds and you have the most opportunities for success. It will also better help you to identify who you want to be and what you want to be when you have both perspectives. I grew up with a very one-sided perspective, thinking all men were assholes and that we're all just horny dogs just looking to, you know, get a nut. And that's not it. You know what I mean? That's that's not it. You know, I had people try to tell me, oh, you know, uh, uh, you were uh, psychologically abused when they told you, you know, your grandfather should never told you not to show your emotions and not to cry and this, this and that. No, 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 no. You guys are getting it wrong. You're just getting it so fucking wrong. And I don't understand how. When I was raised not to show emotions, it wasn't to bottle everything up and never show any emotion. It was don't show signs of weakness under the right circumstances. Because nine times out of ten, if you walked into a car dealership, you walked into a furniture store, you went to get a house, you were dealing with a dude. It was a dude dealing with a dude. And what do dudes do? We square each other up. Okay? My grandfather taught me how to give a strong fucking handshake because you don't want to look like no bitch. He taught me how to dress myself nicely so that people took me seriously. He taught me how to talk with some fucking intellect in my voice so that people would listen to what the fuck I was saying. He taught me a lot of these things which go into being a man. He Yes, he taught me not to fucking cry because guess what? You don't cry over spilt fucking milk. You go buy another fucking bottle of milk. That's what you do. You don't cry over dumb shit. Yes, my grandparents passed away. I sobbed like a bitch. And that's okay. You're supposed to cry sometimes. But you do it privately you do it in a well-conducted manner you don't do it for any extended period of time you get it out you wipe yourself off you dust yourself off you keep fucking moving because guess what life goes on that's those life lessons okay that's how that works if i want you to take me seriously one man to another i gotta talk to you like i know what the fuck i'm saying but i also have to make sure you take me seriously so i have to visually appeal to you and on a physical level like i said with a handshake i have to appeal to all of those particular things just so you will take me seriously and listen to the fuck i have to say and yes, life is just that complex. However, the, a lot of these lessons, these life lessons have been twisted and misconstrued and just discombobulated, all types of fucked off. And, and it's looked at now as toxic and negative and men should be more emotional and you should cry whenever you want and express your feelings and blah, blah, blah. And if you ask me, honestly, men have gotten so fucking soft and weak, yo, I just don't understand. Okay. 
men have no fucking no these little boys have no fucking respect for their elders there is i i at my old apartment before we moved into this house we're in we we were across the street from a bus stop one day at the bus stop a fight broke out between a bunch of kids okay uh some of the adults got involved i saw <laughs> i saw his teenage boy square up with a grown-ass man okay i was like yeah this dude's gonna knock this little kid out teach him a lesson that boy swung on the man cocked him in the jaw the dude hit the ground and the boy laughed, took off running. I was like, what in the holy flaming fuck? It's one of those things where we've lost all of the, the, the proper guidance we used to have. First of all, I'm not swinging on no adult. When I was a kid, I'm not swinging on nobody who's an adult. Because guess what? My grandfather taught me, I don't give a fuck who you can whoop. Okay, there's always an ass out there that, that, that you can whoop. But guess what? There's always somebody out there that can whoop your ass. So as far as you know... You won that fight, that one fight, but that, that little weakling, that little dude's ass you just whooped can go back, get his people, and then come back and whoop your ass. So that's this. it's one of those things you always want to keep in mind, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, to me, you respect your elders. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to talk down. I'm not going to cuss out an adult. That's fucking disrespectful. I don't give a fuck what they're saying to me. That's disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? Like, your teachers in school... I don't give a fuck. Your teacher has it out for you. Okay, so work harder. You know what I mean? Earn that respect. Demand that respect. Don't cuss out the teacher. Don't start swinging on the teacher. Start throwing shit at them or harassing them on social media, you weak pussy-ass bitch. Like, get the... F Where are your balls, yo? Like, I'm going to focus on men because I can't talk about females. I'm a man. I'm going to stay, stay on my side of the field. But, dude, like, men have no balls. These boys out here are bitches. Everything, oh, I'm going to shoot you. Oh, I'm going to stab you. I'm going to get my boys. I'm going to, you bitch-ass motherfucker. What happened to one-on-one? -on -one? What happened to taking your ass whooping like a man? What happened to learning some motherfucking respect, some self-restraint? What happened to that? No, we done lost it. This is all gone. We treat women like shit. We talk to elders like shit. They people treat their kids like shit. Uh, I I've watched single moms abuse their fucking kids just because they got a dick. Like, okay, so he's a little boy. He he doesn't know what it's like to be a man. Why are you treating him like a grown ass man? And he's a little boy. What the fuck is wrong with you? Everybody's walking around here with mommy and daddy issues, and it's because the family dynamic has been fucking destroyed, absolutely obliterated. So now everybody's walking around here all fucking confused because they don't know how to feel. You know, they're jealous of other people's happiness, and it's just like, why? Why? We should all be on the same page to some extent. My fucking upbringing. You shouldn't be getting abused at home. You shouldn't be getting abused by family members. You shouldn't be getting abandoned by the people who are supposed to be fucking protecting you. This is mind-blowing. Okay? It's fucking mind-blowing. I don't get it. I don't know what happened. Okay? I have faith in humanity that one day we will correct this error that we have made. Because right now, with the way things are looking, like I literally feel like men are going to start being castrated. At any day, any moment, for some reason, the penis is bad. You know what I mean? Testosterone is bad. Toxic masculinity and toxic this. And he's being toxic and he's mansplaining and he's manspreading. And I'm just being me. If I do something that offends you or hurts your feelings, educate me. Don't judge me. Don't hate me. Don't talk down to me. Don't hurt me. Educate me because it's just possible just so possible that maybe I didn't have the same life experience you had. 
So I see things in a different fucking light from a different fucking perspective than you. So you got to give me a chance, yo. You got to give me a chance. Everybody's so fucking sensitive now. Nobody wants to just listen. Like, just shut the fuck up and listen. Chill. We don't have to yell. We don't need signs. We don't need you five, six, ten, twenty people deep yelling the same fucking thing. Because guess what? They've been doing that. They did that decades ago. They did that centuries ago, generations ago. Shit ain't changed. So with you doing it now, ain't going to change shit. It's not. I'm sorry to tell you. There are other ways we have to go about fixing the system. But we have to start with home. We have to get back to home. Where is home? Where's mom and dad? Where? Oh, mom's out being a stripper because she's trying to put herself through college. And dad's out being a pimp because he just don't like bitches. The fuck? The fuck? I have respect for those hardworking motherfuckers like my mom. If you're not even close to that fucking level, don't look at me. Don't even fucking talk to me. Don't tell me how to parent, okay? I'm in a situation right fucking now where I feel more comfortable getting with a girl who is single and has a child than I would be making my own children. Because the women I have been with have been toxic for me. I don't want a baby mama. I don't I don't want to be a baby daddy. I want to have my wife. And I want to have the mother of my child and or children. That's it. No, oh, well, I'll try again later and, you know, shit just don't. No, for me, I'm talking about strictly for D. None of this applies to the rest of you. I'm just talking about for my life. I don't want to be a single parent. And I hate seeing other single parents. I have been in three relationships at this current moment in my life. I've been in three relationships where they are. these women have been single. Baby daddy ain't shit in jail trying to be a fucking rapper coked out of his mind somewhere. And here I come, and they put me on a fucking pedestal. No, no, no. I'm just a dude. I was just, as far as I'm concerned, I was just raised right. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't I want to take care of my family? If I want you and you have a kid, that means I got to take both of y'all. I can't just take one. I'm not just going to ignore your kid, yo. But at the same time, I also expect you to have some fucking common sense and be like, look, I made a mistake. I'm righting my wrongs. Okay? I grew up without a father. <laughs> he wasn't around. He 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 didn't do shit. You know what I mean? So there's no need for you to be involved. And I get that. I understand that. And I, I thank my mother for that because that side of the family a little cray cray. However, I, I I'm upset because of the disadvantages I grew up with. You know what I mean? I'm upset because there are kids in far worse situations, far worse family settings that have no choice. You know, and I had to deal with some of those kids because I used to be a youth leader at my church before we for our church closed um, due to COVID. I used to be a youth leader and I've dealt with troubled teens. I've seen the broken households. I've seen the fucked up family dynamics and the shit ain't easy to deal with. And it's upsetting and it's heartbreaking to watch every fucking day. You know what I mean? And you just want to rescue every fucking child. And you know, you can't, you know, what I mean, you know, you, you know, you can't and waiting for the, the system to figure it out, waiting for the government to figure it out, yo, it's not going to happen, there's too many fucking loopholes, everything's fucked off right now, okay, I just, I pray, and I hope that humanity will get its fucking act together, and figure it out, yo, like, we're trying to fix so many things, so many things, we're trying to do too much, y'all, we're trying to do way too fucking much, calm down, yo, chill, take a break, okay, let's, let's back it up, because 
the problem is you can't move too forward sometimes. A lot of people are like, oh, I only want to be moving forward. I don't want to look back because if you're looking back, then you're never going to be moving forward. That's not necessarily true. With always persistently moving forward, sometimes you overlook things. Sometimes you miss things. Sometimes you misidentify things. Sometimes you misunderstand things. Sometimes you mistranslate things. Sometimes things just get lost and you got to backtrack. That's how life is. You don't get it all up front at once. It's not, it's not, it's like, it's like uh, uh, filming a movie. No movie was ever filmed in one take. You're usually going to have multiple takes because there's a certain feeling the director's trying to get. There's a certain, certain way they want the scene to flow. That's life. Sometimes you make a mistake. Okay, cool. Stop. Back up. Figure it out. Let's go forward. Okay, cool. Now we can learn from that mistake, but we're not learning from anything. We just keep pressing forward and forward and forward. And here we are now, a bunch of confused ass kids walking around the streets, protesting, transitioning, being confused, being assaulted, being hurt, misled, misdirected, misguided, misunderstood, ignored. I I don't understand. I really don't. And I, I, I hope, you know... I hope you guys feel the same. You know, I, I, I trust you've had the experience similar to mine. And if you're on the other side of the coin and you grew up with both of your parents and, you know, you just had that honky-dory lifestyle with a house and a picket fence and dogs and all that shit, look, more power to you. I'm happy for you. I really am. I just, I'm, I want to, I, I expect us to change in a, a directions i expect us to grow in a different direction than where we are and i'm just i'm just so lost and confused half the time now covid don't mean shit to me covid is just another virus it's gonna go away eventually okay oh it's gonna be with us forever like everything fucking else is gonna be with us forever what they do but it's just like dude where are we going now i'm just getting ranty okay sorry <sighs> i didn't mean to but hey maybe i'm just overthinking it Ah. Uh. This is D. Another session. Whew, this one got long. Sorry, not sorry. Thanks for making it this far. Thanks for listening to me rant. You're awesome. You're amazing. Keep being beautiful. Keep your head in the motherfucking clouds. And your feet on the motherfucking ground. I'll check you next time.